Hello, everyone. It's Fossil. It's Vaughn. I've got a story, of course. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, so this is actually true. So a couple weeks ago, I get a very cryptic message on my home phone from my uncle in Germany. And, mm-hmm. of course, you heard it. Yeah. It was it was kind of eerie. He didn't really say what he wanted. But yeah, and he was trying to speak English, and it was basically... Very out of the blue. Yeah, it was very out of the blue. We'd, we'd never talk, and it was, you know, call me... And so it was just so strange. So I did manage to call him back. Uh, took a little bit of figuring out how to use the area code. How you need a code to get out of the country to call and then, yeah. Yeah, et cetera. So by the time I finally got through to him, um, he was just excited. Now, my uncle is in his 80s now. Oh, wow. He was excited. Um, he found a bunch of family photos. That's what he said. And he kept saying, you will be surprised. You will be surprised. So I was a little nervous about that because we have a long history of a German side of the family. And when when I think of that, there's parts of the family that I was never engaged with. You know, I didn't interact. I wasn't old enough to know the German side of the family that was in the war, let's say. So we kind of had family on both sides of the war. It's, um, yeah, you can imagine. I didn't feel the need to see any pictures of, like, an old great-grandfather or grandfather in a Nazi uniform. Let's just put it that way. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, you have to be honest. It's history is history. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I and mean, I can't change that part of the family. I think it's so funny when you hear people talk about the war. They say the war. Right. <laughs> Instead of, like, you know, right. World War II. They yeah, just say the, the war. war. I'm like, which fucking one, dude? Like, well, the only one that mattered to us. <laughs> yeah, I guess that was the, the big one, right? Right. I mean, yeah, that that's always a weird situation where it's like, how do you acknowledge that your family History. was a part of things? History in general. Like, obviously, we don't believe in any of that, so it's like... But that brings up my question of this this episode this week so the gist of this was i did receive the photos um but they were really there were a lot of photos in there that i had never seen before a beautiful one of my mom and dad because they're both passed on so it was nice to have a a really nice picture of them Mm -hmm. there was a lot of baby pictures from you know things that i haven't seen there was ones of me as a younger person a younger person (laughs) and then there was some that i didn't even know he had now the only way my uncle in germany could have these photos would have been if my mother had sent them Um. and it was of me and my ex Um. so my question which got me thinking i have i have a i have my way of dealing with it but i thought it would be interesting to discuss do you keep pictures of your exes Oh my god, what a question. Ooh. Okay, are you asking me? I well, who else who else is here? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if like you had like an answer that you think is correct. There is no correct answer, honestly. I mean, there is my correct answer for me, yeah. which is what made me think of all of this. Somebody out there is saying, absolutely not, burn it, it doesn't matter, it's over, whatever. Yeah. And I take the stance that every time I see the photo, I realize that I was a totally different person, the growth that I've had since then. And that's, I look at that photo like it's someone else in the picture. What did I learn from it? And then I kind of am kind of thankful that it's a reminder of my growth. 
Right. That I'm not that person that I would hope they're not that person. But together we were not good. Yeah. So, you know, I saw it and, and it wasn't, there was no little twinges. It was just like, oh, my goodness, look at my hair. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, what was I doing? I mean, I mean you <laughs> Look know. at that outfit. Look at that makeup. What in the world? You know you were married to them. Like, it's not. Right. But it, I, it's so far away from me. So far from that time. Mm. I it's literally like looking at someone else's life. Yeah. But how many people would say, no, you can't keep photos or you shouldn't keep photos? Because it makes who you are. I think that's ridiculous because, I mean, I don't I don't have, like, exes. You know what I mean? I don't have, like, these horrible exes. But people, I guess, I mean, I don't know what you'd say. Like, like from, I don't know, like, middle school boyfriends, high school boyfriends. Of course I have photos with them. And, like, I don't know, I, I, I don't look at them, I don't think about anything of them, but, like, if I run across them, I'm like, ha, that's funny. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. If you dated somebody for a little while. Yeah, it's just like, oh my god, look at my hair in this photo! Oh my god, look at these weird pants I was wearing! And especially as you get older, if you're, let's say you go through a divorce as an older person, yeah, you're, there's gonna be strong feelings mm-hmm. that it might elicit looking at the picture because it might not be over and there's anger involved right, right, and right. you need to process all of that. Mm-hmm. But that to me is kind of the test in if you are actually over it. over it. I think the other thing though is like especially if you were married to someone or with someone for like a really long time, you are probably in a lot of pivotal photographs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not going to get rid of someone's wedding photo that like I was in with like a person just because someone's in it that you don't necessarily like it's history at this point yeah it literally exactly. is history it's the same thing with like friends like it's you have that with friends where you have old photographs where you guys took pictures together I'm not gonna delete those right I'm just not I'm not gonna post them <laughs> I mean, but like I'm gonna keep them for me I guess I don't know it's like a weird thing where it's like I don't want to delete it Maybe I just have attachment issues. I don't know what it is. It's a timeline. It's a timeline. Exactly. It's like, do you remember this thing? But again, I don't need it. And they're not really for anyone else. And like, will I ever really look back on them? Eh, Maybe. Yeah. It made me think because like going through daddy's old things, you know, I ran across the girl that he was engaged to and wait, dad, daddy. You didn't know that? He was engaged? He was engaged to that girl. What? Hold on! What? Mm-hmm. I didn't know he... Yeah. I knew were, he they had getting, a... They were getting close. I knew he had a girlfriend, like a really... And then I thought that, that someone wanted to take it to the next level and the other person didn't. I, I just thought they were in like a really long-term relationship. Yeah, that whole thing fell apart when he was in Iraq. The sheer shock on your face. <laughs> Daddy had a history, but that wasn't my point of bringing this up. My point of bringing this up is as I had to clear out some things in the basement with the problem we had with the oil, right? Mm -hmm. Forced me to go through a lot of things down there. And I had seen that picture. It was the picture of, of his, uh, person and I didn't get rid of it because to me that is part of who he was. It helped him choose me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so to speak so i i guess i don't understand a lot of people who get really jealous with, about the ex thing it's about how that person acts 
Yeah. It's not, it shouldn't be the picture that threatens you. It should be their reaction to the picture. It should be their reaction to the picture. Yeah, I 100% agree. it's unacceptable if you expect that person not to have had a past. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the dangerous, that's a dangerous way to be. If you look at someone's photos of their history and you get jealous of something that you had no part of, that's mm-hmm. a problem. The, yeah, I think if anything, my boyfriend and I the other day were talking about uh, the show, Love Island. <laughs> your favorite, your favorite <laughs> my favorite. Show. I was like, do I say it? Whatever. And it's a reality show, whatever, about dating. Great. You've probably heard of it. So, moving on. Um, there was this person on there who was on the show but had never been in a serious relationship. And I was like, red flag right there. And so we were talking about it and he was like, he's the worst one on the show, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I completely agree. Just because he doesn't even know how relationships like really work. And I was like... That makes him bad for the show, not as a bad human No, no, no. But I mean, in the scenario where it's like they're looking for love, like why the hell did they put him on the show? Because they knew it would get reaction. Together, we were like, why would you ever want to date someone? Like, I guess maybe just for us. I don't know at this point in the game. If we were to go our separate ways and like date other people, why would you ever date someone who hadn't had a relationship? That sounds really mean. Maybe I shouldn't say that. But I mean, for us, it's like if you haven't had some semblance of a relationship, that's kind of like a red flag. I think what you're trying to say is you want to be with someone who has equal experience. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah, not to say that, because that's, that does sound really bad. Not to say that someone who hasn't been in a relationship is, like, lesser than or, like, will be bad. But, I mean, if I've been in a five-year relationship, I don't want someone who's never been in a relationship. That shit is not going to work. When you've played real games of baseball, you don't go playing t-ball. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what that really is. That would be so freaking frustrating. Yes. I think it's a maturity thing. I yeah. think if you have someone who's never been in, like, a long-term relationship but they exhibit behaviors of like someone who had completely different but like this guy we were like come on but do you know how you exhibit personality traits that show that you are ready for a relationship oh okay we're getting into that <laughs> yeah okay. you, you took it there it really comes down to the reason i don't do love readings on tarot mm. because most people that are so desperate to find someone have Aren't no ready. business being with someone. I agree. They have not worked on themselves. They want someone else to change their life. They're expecting someone else to be responsible for them. And that is a problem. Yeah. And someone who's been alone for a long time should know who they are, what they want, and who's going to fit into it. And that, like you said, is a maturity level. Yeah. All of that, just because my uncle called to tell me he was going to send me pictures. <laughs> so now that that is over with. But it brought that question up. How yeah. many people keep pictures of their exes? How many people burn them? How many people, you know, say, no, absolutely not? I mean, if it's, if it's good for you to burn them and that's like kind of like a ritual for you or whatever. To say it's over. Or like a release, then like, yeah, great, go for it. But there should be no animosity left I over. mean, I would like to have the digital copy somewhere. I don't know. Like, that's just that's a nice me. little reminder that maybe you that's just grown. me. I don't know. That's what I was thinking. That's what brought that up in my head is like, how many people would 
be like, you shouldn't be keeping a picture of your ex. What do you mean? This is my history. This is my yeah. timeline. This I mean, is- maybe if they got you like a t-shirt or something, like I'd get rid of the t-shirt just because I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to wear it. That's another interesting thing. So. Like a bracelet if, maybe. But. It, ugh. Oh. My brain just did 20 things. Okay. Go with it. When it comes to items and yeah. gifts. Yeah. Even rings. If it reminds you and holds you in a negative place, then you need to get rid of it. Rid of it, yeah. If it is something that you do not have a negative attachment or makes you feel angry about that person who gave it to you, if you do feel angry about the person or hurt or it makes you want to cry, you need to get rid of it. Yeah. I mean, for me, though, like, I feel like if I had... An item that someone gave me like I don't know like even thinking back to like when when like my ninth grade boyfriend like gave me a t-shirt it was just like I'm never gonna wear this again not not because there's like bad feelings or animosity or anything I was just like because it's old I'm just like why the fuck would I wear this again <laughs> but that's different that's not what I'm talking about no just because it's like it's like still connected to them a person that I am no longer speaking to you know what I mean? But it's yeah. not like it's not a negative feeling. It's not Let's say it was your favorite band and someone else and someone gave it to you from your past oh, and you yeah. love that band, would you still get rid of the shirt? No. Not no, if it doesn't not. bring you if it if if it is something that is solely about you and you can disconnect from those negative feelings. Yeah, that's person, a good point. Yeah. Then you would keep it. Why wouldn't you? No, that's a good point. Yeah, you just gotta be honest with yourself. That's what it always comes down to. So it was, it was, I can't say that I didn't look at those old photos. I'm like, who is this person I'm looking at? Who is she? I knew they were me, but they don't feel like me. It's like I'm looking at a whole ass other person. Yeah. I would not react today like I reacted back then. I just realized how fucking awful everything I said sounded. Just because, like, the amount of friends I have who, like, haven't been in a relationship. I don't mean it like that, babes. I'm just saying, if we were, like, I probably wouldn't date you. You know? (laughs) When you play professional soccer, you don't play in the Little League. But I was, like, thinking about it. I was like, damn, wait, that's not so harsh. But I don't mean it like that. No, you just need to find an equal. Yeah. It's always about finding an equal. I think the equal. other thing is, too, like, not to make it, like, boys versus girls. I don't know if this is true. This might not be a true statement. But I just feel like girls kind of get, can get it sometimes a little bit faster without practice. Whereas guys, I feel like maybe... That, that might not be true. Can I don't know. Can you define the word it for me? Being... I don't want to say respectful. Just, like, giving someone attention... I don't know, just this essence of, like, caring, nurturing. Maybe it's the nurturing part, where, like, maybe that comes more naturally to females, and it's, like, they can tell. Not all of them. Not all of them. I think some of y'all suck. But, um, <laughs> like, you know, you kind of can look at someone and be like, okay, they, I, I'm going to go get them a cookie because they, you know, are, are Intuitively, like, you know that yeah, they need something. Yeah, and you'll, like, go and do it. Whereas maybe, like, some men need more of a push. I'm going to say something that's probably going to be very unpopular. No, I'm saying something rude, so yeah, go ahead. In my experience, yeah, 
those kinds of things that you're talking about when they came from men were taught behaviors mm-hmm. that were, oh, she's pissed at me. I better do something nice for her. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, that's not what I need. If anything, that's the worst time to do it. I don't need flowers from you. I need you to understand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> and I say that wholeheartedly out of much love of dealing many, many moons <laughs> over my father's behaviors with my mother yeah for the most part I shut daddy down really fast in the beginning of our relationship like don't piss me off and then not sit down and want to argue it out Mm -hmm. fight with me through this until it's fixed don't just give me flowers and expect me to shut up I don't want that do not do that again sit down it's frustrating it's maddening but we got to work through it and that's the way I saw it I think the beautiful thing about being in a relationship when it comes to conflict is that if you get to a point where you feel comfortable enough to like not argue with each other but work through conflict fight for each other not with each other yeah exactly and just like if you feel safe enough to do that and comfortable enough to be honest with each other that really is a beautiful thing where it's like you know what i don't like this and this is a problem even like little things, if you feel comfortable enough to like point those out, I feel like that's actually a good sign. It's amazing. Big Daddy D being Big Daddy D, he did not know how to express himself when he was angry. He's like a big baby. He was a big baby. And yeah. he had to walk, he would say, I'm walking away, or he would just leave the room. I, being me, mm-hmm. would follow after him saying, no, 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 no. No, no, no. Get it out. What do you want to say? And he would be mean. He would say really horrible things, but I had to pick through what he was saying to get to the problem. And then it was always an aha moment that I would finally hear what was actually bothering Bothering him. him, But I had to nitpick at him and follow him. Both grandma and my mom asked me, aren't you worried that he's going to hit you one day? No. I'm like, never. Yeah. I'm never worried about daddy ever raising a hand. Never. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. He clenched his teeth, he, his hands tightened, but he I knew he would never hit me. Of course not, yeah. <laughs> well, no, not of course not. There were some men that I can't stop. <laughs> That's true. Um, your track record isn't um, great. <laughs> so, anywho, <laughs> but fight for each other, not with each other. That's the lesson. Yeah. All because I got some pictures from Germany. Oh, because you got some pictures from Germany. I know. Isn't that funny how quickly we're just like, relationships! And this relationships. is like, this is not a relationship podcast, like, in it's the slightest. Not, but but it I mean, it's, it's just, it's such a huge part of everyone's life. And it's something everyone can relate to in some way, shape, or form. And just like, even if you don't have a significant other, like, relationships in general, friendships, like, parents, like, that's just such a huge thing. I think our relationships show who we are. Yeah. If you have no friends, ask yourself why. Who are you pushing away and why are you pushing them away? And people think it's not them, but it's very much them. If you have no friends, it's you. You are not taking time to spend with those people. I was thinking about this. So there's like this debate I saw on TikTok. Maybe it's just me. I don't know if you guys saw this. Besties out there. Like, okay, in this scenario, it's two girls who are in college and she said it was a red flag if one of them says that they don't have any friends from back home Mm -hmm. and if that statement is true. Like, I think there's a difference between being like, I don't have any friends and you actually have, like, your two best friends, like, back home or whatever. Right. But the girl who, like... They be with you, but you have them. But but the one... That's me. (laughs) Right. You're like, I don't have any friends. I don't need to. But, like, girl, like, you have friends, you know? 
Um, you don't need more than that. But yeah, the one who actually doesn't have anyone like back home, is that a red flag? And a lot of people were getting upset because they themselves don't have anyone, right? And they were like, it's not a red flag. Like, I just didn't get along with people like back here. Or <laughs> why did we not why get is that? <laughs> or like, why did something end? Whatever it is. And they were like going back and forth. And again, this isn't like a bulletproof thing. Where it's like, you don't have, you know, if you're in the middle of nowhere and there's like five people in your town and you don't drive with any of them, as long as there's not like intense hatred with all of them, I feel like that would be a red flag. But we don't realize when we're in our period of growth that that's what it is until you're in, you're past it. Okay. Like I too, in my youth would have been very, um, victim syndrome Everything was never my fault or how really? things happened. Monster phase. Oh, okay. Okay? So that was a time in my life I was looking for someone. You know, you, you think that somebody's going to help fix, change, which is why I am the way I am today. I learned that lesson the hard way. Mm-hmm. That when we are isolated, it's we're isolated because we've allowed it. We've allowed it. We've made the choice to be where we are, whether it was a bad choice or not is not the issue. And if we're not doing better for ourselves, then then we're not learning anything. Yeah. What do you think about that, though? Do you think it's a red flag? To not have friends? Back home. I'd have to ask more questions. The word red flag just says someone hasn't learned their lesson yet. Yeah. So I, I guess this person was um, implying that they we're going to struggle to be friends with this person if this person didn't have friends back home because it shows that they have a lack of either understanding about how friendships work or or maybe they're without having tried the relationship that's bias that's prejudice against someone you're labeling someone that's not fair if they don't have friends back home that's their business if you don't get along with them moving forward then yeah that might be a reason why but to say it's a red flag and you can't get along with someone, isn't that kind of ridiculous? I mean, I think this person was saying it after the fact where it was like, that should have been my first clue that this wasn't going to work. So it had already not worked out is what you're saying? Yeah. All right. Well, again, you'd have to ask more questions. But then like everyone in the comments, there was just like this huge debate where it was like, yes, yeah, so true. Like, haha, you never trust a girl more. who doesn't have any fucking friends back home. And then, and then the other people who were like, no, nah, that's not fair. Like I went to a small high school, bro. Like, right. exactly. <laughs> you know you have I mean? to know more. I just thought it was funny. Like the people who were getting like so defensive and I was like, she's probably not talking to you. You know what I mean? But yeah. And what really made the other person break off the friendship yeah that's another question were they not mature enough yeah. to handle somebody who was hurt because it sounds to me like the original person you're talking about wasn't a hurt person that's usually you know the reason anybody is the way they are they're hurt mm-hmm. or been hurt too many times so no do you have to deal with it no you don't you can still make the choice to walk away but are you really being a good friend? <laughs> I think we could go round and round in circles on this. And people are like, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't. That's fine. Can you you guys... have to pick your battles. You can't help everybody. You can't just stay with somebody. Can you guys hear the construction in the background? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's just my gargantuous ass. So relation. <laughs> 
You missed the chainsaws this morning. <laughs> yeah, apparently there were chainsaw, chainsaws outside my window, and I just didn't right wake up. Right outside your window across the street. And I just didn't. They're cutting the tree limbs down. Oh, I'm good for them. Mm-hmm. That's the wood chipper. Can you guys take lunch? <laughs> they did. Oh. Oops. Or they took a break. Not during our pod, but they took a break at some point. During the pod. Another thing that came up with this batch of photos, I'm going to take this. We're just going to keep going. But, you know, I don't know how strongly to stress that when you get older, guys, and I'm going to sound like that old lady again back in my day, but when you look back, when you thought you were so fat, so ugly, so this, Uh, so that, and I look back at those pictures and go, what was I thinking? No. I was young, I was cute, I was whatever. I wasn't fat, but yet in my head, in my head, I was convinced I was ugly and fat and blah, blah, blah. High key, though, my mom was hot. Let's let's talk about it for a second. I wasn't hot. Well, okay, so here's where I I'm going to get best. mad at you. Because I did my best, she said. Here's where I'm going to get upset with her, okay? Because this woman was thin. She had a very pretty face. You you did your makeup like really well. I look at her. I look quite literally not me tooting my horn, my own horn, but I look exactly like you. Without the square jaw. Without well, yeah, you without the without the square jaw, but you have better skin than I than I do. Your hair was cuter than mine. Because your, my mother was a hairdresser. Okay, but I'm saying like you had it lined up for you. And she talked so fucking poorly about herself, just fucking annihilating herself. And then here we are, and I look exactly fucking like her. And then she wonders why I don't like the way I look. But that's why I'm taking all the courses and learning all of the things. But think to about teach you not to go through what I you did. You sit here and you're like, I was so ugly, blah, 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 blah. like all that shit. And then you're like, you're beautiful to me. Yeah. I look fucking exactly like you. <laughs> I literally look the same. Okay, so that's me accepting my youth. Okay. <laughs> she's like, you're gorgeous. And meanwhile, she's like, when I was younger, I didn't have any boobies. Like, I was great. Blah, blah, blah. But I didn't know it then. That's the thing. I didn't appreciate it when I had it. Okay, but I mean, that kind of, you've already, you've already, the damage has been done. Yeah, I look like I ate the old me. No, I'm saying the damage has been done <laughs> in the way where you've already said that you thought you were ugly. You can't go back and now look at me and call me pretty when I look exactly the same as you. No, I said I used to think. I don't think that now. I look at those pictures and go, what the hell was my problem? <laughs> mm. Oh, to go back. Maybe it was to keep me from being arrogant. I don't know. Maybe that was it. I, I truly think God gave me bad skin because he wants to keep me humble. <laughs> I do. I think because like, I don't. I don't think I'm attractive. You I really do don't. have some skin issues. But, <laughs> you're not as said, unattractive as you said. make yourself out to be, and it's not that big of a deal as you make it out to be. Yeah. Your skin was worse when you met Titi. Oh my God. Still fell in love with you. This motherfucker. I told that story about the freckles. The freckles. This motherfucker. <laughs> you I thought they were again freckles. For anybody that hasn't heard oh it. my God. My boyfriend when he first met me, I was like, dude, how did you, like I had such bad like I had horrible skin. Um, and we were like trying to figure it out. It was like this whole thing, whatever. We still haven't figured it out, but it's gotten better. He was literally like, oh my God, I thought they were freckles. Huh? What? I mean, I don't know. That was before he started wearing his glasses again. So maybe <laughs> that's what it was. No. It does not matter. 
You see someone's soul. You fall in love with their soul. Yeah, I do have a really are. pretty soul. My soul is gorgeous. I, I don't mean the bottom of your feet. I have the most attractive soul. What was the show that we watched all the way through? Sexy oh, Beast. Oh, Sexy Beast, yeah. I was so excited for that show because it's supposed to take all of the, the attractive parts out of it so that you're really just seeing there. And these stupid motherfuckers are still choosing the most ab- biggest assholes. Oh, I am astounded. Yes. I'm astounded. They still managed to choose the douchebag. The thing I didn't like about that show, I'm going to be honest, was the fact that they didn't choose anyone who wasn't already conventionally at least an eight and a half out of ten. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's what pissed me off because I thought the whole point of it was to take, you know, the appearance out of it. Which they did. Which they did and they did a good job with that. But the makeup did not hide the jerks. The makeup didn't hide the... Hide the assholes. The assholes. But wouldn't it have been interesting if they had actually put people in there, you know, who who were like four out of (laughs) ten? That's so bad. Like, put me in there, coach. You know what I mean? Like, let's see what happens when they see me instead and not, like, some fucking, you know, beautiful ass 9 out of 10 girl. But the one that was so outrageously obnoxious female, it was the party planner. Was it the party planner lady? And she was so outrageous. And you kind of, I was completely turned off by her Mm. personality watching it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, too much and she but she was proud of being too much yeah then once you saw her in her beautiful it just form, it made sense it made sense see but that's kind of fucked up it is fucked that's up. that's kind of <laughs> fucked up because i had the exact same reaction where this girl she was just like stop she was doing the most and i was yeah, like oh you was. you're kind of annoying yeah. like i mean same but also no and then she, you know, her blonde hair came out, and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yep, no, that, yeah. yeah. And then there was the one, he was so sweet, he was the nerdy boy, and she said, are you a hot nerd? She went on the a date with him. The, that guy? No, 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 no. The oh. obnoxious girl went out with a guy who yeah, I was, that was he said he was a nerd. And then when they took his makeup off, I was so much about that guy. I was like, him, why didn't she choose him? Oh, my God. I think he I was mis- so remember. cute. The part where one of them said she wanted a cowboy, and they actually put a, put cowboy, a cowboy in the three that she could have chosen from. And the, he was the first to go. First I was like, go. girls, yeah. girls, listen. There's fantasies. There's novels, there's romance stories for a reason. They are not what you want in real life. Who the fuck is actually saying to themselves, I want a cowboy? Let me tell you something about the romance world right now. Jamie K. Schmidt writes books a lot with uh, that cowboy trope. And she's number five in the Amazon Kindle right now. Damn, I mean, good for her. Cowboys are big right now. Couldn't be me. Not not my thing, but that's... Couldn't be me. Don't poo-poo that. There are women out there looking for... Uh, John Wayne style men. <laughs> okay, I mean, good for them. Good for them. I mean, I, you know, yeah. Is he nice? I mean, that's that's a big, it's a big. <laughs> Just because you're a cowboy doesn't mean you're not nice. No, I'm saying like my type. Like when people are like, "What's my type?" Like it's it's a cowboy. I'm like, I, I like. Is he nice? Let me tell you See? something. Also, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, about what you think your type is, it will change as you grow. It's all bullshit. Yeah. 
People are like, I only like people with brown hair and brown eyes. Like, what? Yeah, why is that? <laughs> That's such a weird thing yeah, that, why is to that? fixate on. You might be attracted to those people. Yeah. But, Brent Chaplow, try another flavor. <laughs> another flavor. <laughs> I remember when I was little and went into one of the ice cream stores, they had a flavor called daiquiri. Oh. I was little... And I didn't know what a daiquiri was. was. And my dad started laughing. I just liked it because it was light blue. Oh. I saw it because it was light blue. I'm like, that's pretty. Papa, can I have that? Why would they do that? It didn't have any alcohol in it. Oh, then who cares? Yeah. But I'm like, I want the daiquiri. And my dad just started laughing. I didn't know why at the time. Yeah. Destined to be an alky? I don't know. Well, <laughs> you know, started from the bottom. Now we're here. Was it good? It was nice. I mean, it wasn't what you would think of. You don't. You're not gonna crave it. It was especially um, as a child. It had a flavor to it that was interesting. No, 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 no. Oh. It was more like tart. It was kind of tart. It was more like something you would expect a flavor over ice more than. Oh, <laughs> more like than shaved creamy. ice. It wasn't yeah. creamy. That's funny. I love how you remember it. Yeah, I remember it because everything that I remember back then was my dad's reaction to me, and it always made me feel off put. I was because he like, didn't tell you why he was laughing. Yeah, and I, it it's like he was holding me. a secret. It like yeah. hurt for a minute. Like, why are you laughing at me? Why am yeah. I? Why am I being ridiculous? Even then, you know, it's like, am I ridiculous? Yeah. I didn't realize he was laughing because he thought it was cute. I thought it was because I was being stupid, which is my hang on. Iron. Yay! <laughs> Love that. So anytime he would laugh at me, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. But that's not it. He just thought it was cute. Oh, parents, am I right? Ha! Oh, dead parents, am I right? Oh, dead parents, am I right? Ha! We had a nice little relaxing podcast today. Nothing too intense. Yeah, that was more of a share on my part of my strange little interaction with my uncle and photos and... Just brought up some questions in my head. Who else out there is thinks the same way I do? Who doesn't? About pictures. Yeah. About relationships. About it all. You and that <laughs> accent. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask you to take your Love Island accent and Stop. dial it down. No, I was joking. You know, if England ever listens to this podcast, they're going to be pissed at you. Okay, they can do a bad American accent. Like, it's whatever. It's it's all bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a fake, a fake little conversation with the people from England out there. The people in the Would UK. Would someone from the UK, specifically England, call in and give us a real accent, please? Not specifically uh... Essex. <laughs> specifically... <laughs> Guys, please don't hate me for doing the accent. I just think it's really fun to do. Yeah, Even though she doesn't talk to me at all unless she's doing the Love Island accents. The Love, the like, Love Island it's accents. Not, it's not a UK dialect. Well, no, the it's the Love Island accents. The UK is basically 18,000 different I know, dialects and but, accents. But so. they mostly have people from... Uh, I mean, I don't know all the, all the little tiny places that they get people from. But, you know, London, Essex, Brighton... Not Brighton. Not Brighton. Bright, Brighton. Sorry. That's, is that my American? That's as northeast as you can get. Brighton, Brighton, Mountain. There's no T's in anything. I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> We're definitely going to end it here.
We love you guys. We hope to hope you come back. Yeah. <laughs> after you, this pod. If you don't, I get it. Yeah. No hard feelings. You can burn our photos. Okay, bye. Bye.